If someone puts forward the question to you that who are the top five midfielders in the Premier League, you would probably first think of Bruno Fernandes, Kevin De Bruyne. Further, you would think of people like Thiago Alcantara, or probably more deeper like midfielders such as Angolo Kante, Wilfred Ndidi, Yuri Tillisman. Because these are the players that I believe get enough hype and enough ratings whenever their team wins. Their performances do get recognized. But in today's podcast, in today's short video rather, I'm going to be talking about one player that goes under the radar so, so often nowadays. This is one player that I think Chelsea fans rate quite well, but rival fans and other fans don't. That's right guys, welcome back to True Talk Chelsea. The player that I'm going to talk about today is Mateo Kovacic. So, before I begin my discussion on why Mateo Kovacic is highly underrated, uh, make sure to subscribe to our channel. Uh, not gonna lie, our recent growth hasn't been that good and it would be a great help if you would hit the subscribe button and give this video a like. Yesterday, Chelsea defeated Atletico Madrid to move into the quarterfinals of the UEFA Champions League. Uh, one, of the, one of the key defenders on the Thomas Tuchel, Jorginho, was suspended for yesterday's game and Mateo Kovacic was arrested for the game against Leeds United. He came in against Atletico Madrid and I think he produced a world-class performance. Yet again, uh, the, uh, it serves testimony to the fact that he is underrated because of the fact that uh, N'Golo Kante and Antonio Rudiger are getting all the plaudits but I think Kovacic was equally impressive if not even better and more instrumental in the middle of the park. I'm not just referring about one particular game, but rather the entire season or even the last season. Uh, as I said, Chelsea fans do rate Matteo Kovacic but other fans don't and I absolutely loved the decision from the fans of Chelsea that uh, Kovacic was a player of the season last year and I think that was quite deserving over the likes of uh, Jeru, Pulisic or Mason Mount and even this year I think he's been extremely extremely impressive on Tuchel. I think uh, his ball carrying is one very excellent uh, aspect of his game, very underrated aspect of his game as well. Uh, you would have these quickly wingers who would uh, steal a lot of likes, a lot of attention because of their skills and carrying the ball abilities. But if you would actually see these players have a lot of dribbles completed. But if you see the dribble success rate, it's not that in the wide areas of the pitch where even if they fail to complete the dribble it wouldn't cause a lot of harm to the team it would just be a mere shift of possession however in this case the dribbles that Kovacic does attempt the take-ons the ball progression is from the middle of the park in his own half so if he do does not get those right it's a very clear goal opportunity I mean I think he attempted five take-ons against Atletico Madrid, each one of them being in his own half. Apart from that, 89 touches. That's extremely impressive. 10 duels won, 3 accurate long balls, 5 final third entries. I think in the first half, he misplaced just one pass. 
there were more in the second half but overall it was 93% passing accuracy he also won two fouls and uh, everyone's talking about N'Golo Kante right now and uh, it's so clear that N'Golo Kante is not finished but I won't waste my time talking about N'Golo Kante because I definitely think that Kante is a player that does get the hype and the rating he deserves but I've particularly decided to speak about Mateo Kovacic. Uh, I do agree that he's not a natural goal-scoring midfielder who would make those late runs or even the end product would be missing from his game. But, you know, no player comes without weaknesses. I often notice that if a deep-line player does well in aspects such as I mentioned before, the tackling, the intercepting, the ball-carrying and the passing, so if a player does well in these aspects but misses out on the goal scoring aspect so he's not rated enough however conversely on the other hand if a player does well on the goal scoring aspect movement around the box assisting but does not have enough defensive contribution which is like one out of the two things done well and the other not done well but in the second case the player is still highly highly rated so i think mateo kovacic is underrated because of this reason uh, if he if he starts to score a bit more of goals then he would definitely get the rating he deserves but i do not think i definitely do not think that's a fair way to judge any player i would also give the example of ilkay gundogan uh, people have been saying that he's enjoying the best season of his life However, Gundogan himself came and told that he doesn't think he's playing the best football. He's playing good, but not the best football. It's just that he's scoring goals because of which he's catching so many, so many attention. And this is my exact point that Mateo Kovacic might not be scoring goals. This is the reason why he might not be getting uh, the appreciation he deserves. You know, some other day, he plays higher in the pitch, makes those late runs, improves his finishing. And then people will start to realize his other aspects of the game as well, which I do not think is fair on the player. So these were the reasons why I felt the still field rather than Mateo Kovacic is quite an underrated midfielder and an underrated signing as well. I mean, if you look at the fee of what was it 40 to 45 million looks like a bargain right now so i'm definitely impressed by Mateo Kovacic and thus i decided to dedicate this short video to him thank you for listening till the end make sure to give this video a like and subscribe to true talk chelsea for more top quality chelsea content